McHenry, the Program Associate at Ponars Eurasia, and with us today is Yuri Matievsky, an Associate Professor of Political Science at Ostrov Academy National University, Ukraine. Yuri, thank you so much for joining me for this Ponars podcast. Why is authoritarianism impossible in Ukraine? All right, this issue is arising time and again uh, whenever we have uh, an experiments in a, a democratic development. And uh, considering the recent trends in uh, Eastern Europe and globally, I mean the rising of the right-wing uh, populism and the, the upcoming presidential elections in Ukraine, uh, we are facing these this questions again. So the, pros, the question arises whether uh, Ukraine can downgrade to authoritarian pass. Uh, uh, my perspective on this that it's rather not. Uh, and let me first start with defining uh, what I mean by authoritarianism. Uh, our general approach to this uh, concept, to this idea, is uh, authoritarianism is some sort of uh, unaccountable government. But this is just a, a, a the, the shallow perspective, when we get into the deeper uh, of the idea of being authoritarian state, we will find that in order to have authoritarianism consolidated, uh, we need some sort of public consent as a minimal condition. And at uh, uh, most, uh, it, it should be a public support for either a leader or a group or a party. So these two conditions should be fulfilled in order to have consolidated authoritarian regime. This is, of course, some sort of maximalist definition of authoritarianism. But when applying this concept and when we look through these lenses into the current situation in Ukraine, my conclusion is that authoritarianism, authoritarianism is hardly possible uh, in Ukraine. And let uh, I define three, uh, three major uh, uh, impediments into, uh, into the, this, this way. Uh, these are the structural factors, uh, societal factors and institutional factors that stand in the way of authoritarianism in Ukraine. Uh, I will start with um, the first one, which is the legitimacy factor, the legitimacy question. Uh, legit legitimacy is, a, is of a crucial importance not only for authoritarianism, but also for any sort of government. So uh, when we look at the, 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 the state of support of the current leadership, or in, when we look uh, some 10, 15 years back uh, into the Ukrainian presidency, how the people were looking at the, the, these institutions and how people perceive the people at these institutions, we will see that the the level of trust, the level of support of this institution was quite low in Ukraine. Uh, I actually uh, did some calculations and I uh, have just 14% of average support throughout these 15 years, which is a very low figures. If we look at the uh, parliament and the uh, prime minister and the uh, courts, we will see even smaller figures. We, we do not have even 10% of support for these institutions. So when comparing to neighboring Belarus or Russia, we will see tremendous differences in that regard. So uh, lacking, that lacking that legitimacy, it would be very hard for any leader or party uh, 
to get in power and to establish authoritarian the second factor that's tend in the way of authoritarianism is the fragmented elite structure. Uh, by that I mean that neither ideocratic or consensual elites uh, are uh, were uh, present in Ukraine. So uh, having this fragmented elite structure, it would again it would be very difficult to establish a single legitimate uh, government, uh, either democratic or authoritarian. And uh, the, the, the next factor is the weak state repressive capacity that we were especially observing during the Yanukovych period and Kuchma period. All these uh, protests against the, the president uh, were not successful. So uh, even when they exert violence uh, on the people, ultimately this produced a uh, very weak result in terms of surviving of the incumbent. So uh, considering this uh, major uh, structural uh, difficulties, uh, uh, I'm arguing that uh, Ukraine is least prone to establishing some sort of authoritarianism. Uh, there are also several other uh, factors that uh, uh, link together. So this is the, the, the connection with the West and the, the Western leverage on Ukraine. Uh, being dependent on the Western support, it's also uh, being restricted in uh, moving towards authoritarianism because uh, Ukraine is heavily dependent on IMF and uh, Western security support institutions. So uh, being integrated into EU association agreements uh, is some sort of uh, institutional constraints on Ukrainian government and uh, once Ukrainian elites uh, decided that they need that support they will follow the, the Western path. So the theory, one theory says that once the, the country has a stronger linkage with the West the chances for democratizing this country is growing. So uh, as long as Ukraine will stay on that path so the divergence from, from that track will be very hard to, to fulfill. And uh, there is also some institutional constraints, and uh, uh, one of them is being in the history or legacy of being a hybrid regime. Uh, when we look at the history of Ukraine, independence history of Ukraine, uh, we will see that most of the time Ukraine remained a hybrid regime. By hybrid, I mean just not a mixture of some authoritarian and democratic traits. But uh, more importantly here is the dominance of informal practices over the formal legal procedures. And from that perspective, Ukraine uh, finds itself in some sort of institutional trap. And that institutional trap, what I call a hybridity, is a factor that uh, stands in the way to democratizing Ukraine. But it's also a factor that stands in the way to backsliding into the authoritarianism. And uh, finally, there are also some agency factors, and these agency factors is the lack of charismatic leadership and the pro-democratic public attitudes, and the, also the legacy of pro-democratic public defense of the state against any, some, any encroachment on us, uh, public and civil liberties. I mean public, I mean two Ukrainian revolutions, 2004 and 2014 revolutions. Even that event were not give us definite results. Uh, still, this experience is very important for the uh, public 
um, for the public as a, uh, for civilizing uh, the, the way the people react to the to the to the authorities. So um, I guess this 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 the last few moments. In two of them, the Orange and the Euromaidan revolutions participated from 18 to 20 percent of adult citizens, which is between five seven million people. So the democratic impetus of these revolutions was largely compromised by the old practices. The society has learned how to mobilize against the authoritarian threats. So given that uh, all three group of factors, my, my vision is that uh, any attempt to impose authoritarians from above will be significantly constrained in Ukraine. On that note, uh, what are the prospects of democracy in Ukraine? Uh, uh, there are two conditions that have to be fulfilled in order to return to democratic track. Uh, first is the, the genuine elite renewal. Uh, Ukraine has never experienced uh, uh, genuine elite uh, turnover as a result of the independent history, neither in 1990s, neither in 2004 nor 2014. Uh, 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 technically, we have some uh, parliament renewal and a governmental renewal, but if we look, when we look uh, how many reformers are coming into power, we will see that they are in a minority there uh, in parliament and as well in the government. So the first condition is a genuine elite renewal. It can, it can be done by a revolutionary pass or evolutionary pass. But, uh, my feeling is that we already tried twice to change people through massive street protests. So uh, my feeling is that we will now take a more uh, implemental, uh, incremental pass and then we will have a reform of electoral code. So the next parliamentary elections can be uh, conducted through um, open party list, and that opens the window for coming a new people into parliament. And that scenario will be fulfilled. So the, the, the chance is that Ukraine wins slowly, but it will move into the democratic path. The second condition is that those new players have to develop or adopt new rule of the games. By that I mean that they just start uh, behaving responsibly and they will just uh, leave their former practices informal deals uh, behind so uh, again this is a very sensitive issue because the, 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 the rent that is extracted by the connections so is very lucrative resource and the, and the, the, the politicians are not just willing to uh, just to leave the practices aside so uh, but uh, again, the West can help and the civil society can help. And this is probably the, the only way how to help Ukraine move into democratic directions. We have a massive, we have still uh, a lot of support for democratic development of the country. And uh, with support of the Western pressure was the Western institution insisting that Ukraine should follow what she, what he, what, what she promised in a sense of progressing in reforms, uh, we can observe some, some sort of progress. So I, I'm uh, some, some sort of uh, positive about this scenario in the future. Finally, what is the role of the West or the US in particular in facilitating this process? 
Right. Uh, as I just mentioned, uh, uh, Ukraine is dependent on the Western support, and the West has a leverage on the Ukrainian government, and that leverage should not be expressed only when we are talking about the, the IMF conditions or any sort. The, the main uh, target should be a, a support for the civil society institutions, for those institutions that fight corruption, stand against corruption, uh, which is one of the major problems in Ukraine now. So uh, supporting that initiatives is of crucial importance for Ukraine, for the Ukrainian democratic prospects. And uh, 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 on another hand, uh, the Western government should press Ukrainian government on uh, uh, for not uh, downtracking from, from what was uh, uh, offered at the very beginning. So. Uh, uh, the pressure from uh, the top and the pressure from inside of Ukrainian society is uh, uh, two conditions that uh, make me feeling kind of confident in that Ukraine could move into democratic direction. Fascinating. Yuri, thank you so much for joining me for this Ponars podcast. Thank you.